0: Max would be like, let me mess around before they change their mind. Let's get right. this thing done now. Right. <laughs> the,
1: the, the overseas deal though, that was something that, that was planned out well in advance. And that's that's it's almost like a like a training camp for the players. That's what he's gonna be doing uh overseas, and I think it's Spain. Uh so cancel look, man, cancel this, that shit. This is what I would have done though. But to your point, Max, I would have no, taken no, no, care no, of it no, in no, Vegas. That's what it should have been taken care of.
2: Hold on a minute,
1: cancel that. You might get
2: hurt while you're over there. (laughs) That's why I would have done it in Vegas. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody, give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth.
0: (laughs) All right, the Celtics off-season continues here on the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. I am Josue Pavone. He is my co-host, Cedric Maxwell, and we got a special guest in this episode, man. I got to get, get A. Sherrod Blakely's take on what's been going on this offseason. Bleacher Reports, A. Sherrod Blakely, co-host of the A-List podcast. What's going on, Sherrod? How's the off season so far?
1: Not long enough. Not long <laughs> enough. Kind of like the Celtics season, not long enough. Yeah, How's that? yeah,
0: yeah. That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. I mean, look, the this, Southern this fans are nervous, and they got a couple of reasons to be. You know, uh, we're still waiting for the – what was this? Exactly – what would Three weeks. Three weeks it's, it's been since the uh, free agency started. And Jalen Brown still hasn't signed that extension, so i gotta, I got to get your take on that. And what's been going on across the NBA, of course. I, I want to get your two cents on this Draymond situation. Max, I'm looking at you. That's going to be – I mean, look – We'll, 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 cross that bridge later on in this episode, <laughs> but also, um, are the Celtics done? You know, we, we talked about that last episode, Sharad. I want to hear your take on that. But like I said, at the top, man, let's start with, the uh, let's start with Jalen Brown. What's, what's the holdup in your opinion here? I, I mean, the, the report, you know, the, the fact that he's not in the country right now, does that worry you? It's worrying Celtics fans. I tell you that much as that, uh, that max deal is still on the table and he just went across, the. Uh, across the ocean and and we're not quite sure when, when these talks are going to resume.
1: Yeah. My, my only concern is just that it's, it's just not done. I'm not worried that it won't get done. It's just not done now. And that gives me a little bit of concern, but listen, uh, Jalen is, is from, from Marietta, Georgia. And if you've ever been through Marietta, Georgia, you will understand that Jalen is smart enough to know that this isn't just like generational. wealth. this is generational. wealth. For your kids, 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 okay? And Jalen knows that this is one of those once-in-a-lifetime opportunities where you've got to nail this thing right. And if the Celtics just said, Jalen, here's $304 million, we're going to guarantee every cent that thing will get done. But they're, they're going to, more likely than not, they are going to be certain mile markers that he's going to have to meet in order to get all that money. So they still got to figure out what that's going to look like. It's going to get done. But it's a matter of how much money is going to be guaranteed. What are some of the stipulations in this deal that Jalen is going to have to meet incentives to get all of that money or most of it? Those are the things that Jalen and his camp have to work out. But I don't think Jalen is pressed about it because at the end of the day, guess what? He's freaking rich. <laughs> other, than the, other than the person that hit the, other than the person that hit the Powerball, I think that's probably one of the few people who will be happier with the the, the brick that they're getting. than Jalen well, Brown, he's going to be all right. I am wor- yeah. I am not worried about Jalen. I ain't worried about the Celtics. It's going to get done. It's just a matter of of when, not if.
2: Well, here, well here, about that type here, of money. here's the thing. I believe the contracts are always guaranteed, as we know in the NBA. It's not that funny money when I used to play back in the day. Where they give you two hundred thousand dollars, you have a four hundred thousand dollar deal, and they be paying you two hundred thousand and give it to you twenty years later. So, but why am I leaving the country? What obligation? Well, was, what what do what do I need? What is what is so pressing overseas? Here's I'll tell you what million dollars here. What, what, yeah, what's because they were pressing? they, they were somebody, all in if Vegas, somebody, Gerard. It should listen dying. If need somebody who's dying. I ain't that press. I'm sitting right there. Matter of fact, you know where I'm sitting there? I am sitting right in front of the office. Every time it opens, I am sitting
1: there when the door opens. That's
0: why I'm at. I'm not going there. Max, Max would be like, let me mess around before they change their mind. Let's get right. this thing done now.
1: Right. <laughs> the overseas deal, though, that was something that, that was planned out well in advance. And that's, that's, it's almost like a, like a training camp for the players. That's what he's going to be doing uh, overseas. And, and I think it's Spain. Uh, so cancel. look, man, cancel that is, shit. This is what I would have done though. But to your point, Max, I would have no, no, taken no, care no, of it no, in no, Vegas. Minute, That's on what on it should have been taken care of.
2: Hold on a minute. Cancel that. You might get hurt while you're over there. Cancel <laughs> That's why I would have done it in get Vegas. What? I would have taken care of it in Vegas. Don't the, the, anything. I don't care what. ML Card told me a thing one time when I was a fridge. He said, anything you're doing other than eating a donut during the summer, cancel it. Wait until you <laughs> sign that contract. And that's how I feel with him. It's like, dude, why, why are you – you said you're going to a, a training camp? A training camp? And, and you got $300 Let's get $300. it going. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, indeed, ML card. Yes,
0: yes, there it is.
2: If I got $300 million, I am dead red right now of staying here in Boston until that sucker is signed, and that's just me. But it could mm-hmm. be any other player I know that you look at. You know, as you saying, generational wealth that's going to put you over the top. And this isn't your last contract, right? And I am, but but this is a big enough one that your family's family and anything you get after that, you know, essentially is gravy. I am sitting. I can't. believe, He's going to be the highest paid player in the NBA. What makes me think? Do Ever. anything else Ever. in any city, any country, other than stay here and get that deal made and get it done. You're talking about incentives and oh, what could make you get 300 million, or what could make?
1: I'm just get- trying to get in ahead of the player. I Max, you, Max, listen, you and me right here. Because as soon as, <laughs> soon as, listen, the minute that I became second team All NBA and knew I was eligible for the Supermax, I'm calling my agent and say, what time? can I officially sign this deal you need to make sure that the, now five minutes passes after the time I can sign that deal it's gonna be done I don't care what
2: have, it. I'm not even getting I'm not even getting five minutes bro I am signing the <laughs> as, as I'm looking at the clock oh, three 12 o'clock going could be looking at like a shot clock three yeah. two, <laughs> one <laughs> wait a minute. Do well, I need to sign this shit in blood? Hold on, let me get my knife here. Let's do, like the Indians did in the Cowboys movies back in the day. I'm cutting what, my stick ribs. What? I'm scraping this thing. I, I just don't, I, I just don't know what. Again, this is and and obviously his business, but I, I don't see anything that pressing for me to say I'm going to be in another country until I finish. With this three hundred million dollars deal, nothing could be that pressing unless it's somebody. It's unless it's somebody's help. That's the only thing I can see. That, that's yeah. that's it. I'm not calling any else. I would have thought it would have done a in Vegas.
1: That's where I thought it would get get done. Yeah, I me too. I mean, that's way.
0: what right. That's what we all thought, right? And then to to get the report that you know things are being put on. You know, there, there's a pause. I mean, that's obviously going to worry Celtics fans. But let me ask you this, Gerard: Is this could it be a player option thing? I mean, obviously, there's another guy on the team that's going to get it back, too, in about a year, right? I mean, is he trying to say, is this is this one of those scenarios where, if, you know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing here, right? I'm trying to get into Jalen's mind right now. And, and the way I see it is, in a couple of years, if they don't win a championship and they decide there's a shakeup, Is it going to be me? Like, if I'm Jalen, I'm probably going to think about that. So maybe it's a security thing. Is he trying to protect himself on the back end of this deal with that player option, making sure that he's not the one that, you know, he's the one that can control his future? Could that be it?
1: That's part of it. Because at the end of the day, I mean, we're looking at the bottom line, which is a 300 and some change million dollar brick. But Jalen is, and, and you know, and Jalen, again, he has a tendency to kind of think these things through a little bit further down the road than most of us. Cause I see a $300 million brick. He sees something that's a little bit different than a $300 million brick.
0: Well, Sherrod, that, he saw, he saw his teammate get traded a few weeks ago. Right. I mean, and, like, and,
1: and again, I think, I think Jalen is looking at this as, you know what? Yeah. That they got all the bread for me, but this is still a negotiation. They're not just going to give me that money and call it a day. I have to negotiate. And I think you got to think about trade kickers. You got to think about uh, no, you know, no trade veto rights. You got to look at that fifth year option. Or right. There's a lot of things that I know Jalen has given some thought to that, you know, for, for the rest of us, we're looking at him like, bro, seriously? Let you you, you, you hesitate to pick up a $300 million me, check? Me, I said, me, I'll be like, son, let me pick that up for you, sis. <laughs> I, I would gladly take that. <laughs> let me that.
2: Let me tell both you guys something right now. Both of y'all got me fucked up out here. So what y'all talk? <laughs> because first of all, the money goes with you. If you're We're trying like to Marcus, get in Jalen's like, head. Like, like Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart's contract, when he got traded, that money about, um, I believe that money went with him. If somebody, and I understand what you're saying, but teams do that. We look at Tyler Hero, and this is the thing I think he might be looking at, is the fact that Tyler Hero signed a a long-term deal with the Miami Heat. But once you sign it, you're there for that first year. After that, all bets are off. Is he Mm -hmm. concerned about leaving, or or the team could use him as trade bait later on if they don't win it? But I wouldn't – but again, for me, when I start hearing that he is going to be the highest player in the ever of the NBA and the way money is being spent now that there is there there's nothing that's going to keep me from from doing that there's somebody who watched my podcast called me up the other day said damn I can't believe what you said man you said you talked about I would not leave up until that deal was done I said you damn skipping I'd be sitting right <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be sitting right in there right now you're damn skippy. As you say, as you look at it, like, what what are we doing
1: here? Like, what is this? What time? <laughs> Max is just like, whenever y'all ready, I'm here. <laughs> All
0: right, well, let me let me ask Sharon a question that I asked you last episode. And, and that is, okay, let's say hypothetically it happens. They they come to an agreement, he signs for Max Money, you know, everything is great. All Southeast fans are, are excited. Do you realistically see him playing out that entire contract in Boston?
1: Um, if they win a chip next year, yeah, yeah, because the chip, okay. the chip, like, to me, everything's come down to next year winning a championship. That, and I think that's okay. part of Jalen's reluctance to just sign this deal. He has to figure out how can I secure myself this brick and an opportunity to be on a great team without compromising anything, uh, or minimizing the compromise that he's gonna have to make. And if they if they win a chip, then he's I, he absolutely in my mind will finish his career as a Celtic unless he forces a trade and pulls the James Harden, the Bradley Bill, the Chris Paul, and just yeah. say y'all need to get me out of here. Which that's I, what I think is going to happen. That's though. in his nature. And, and those guys did that on losing situations. He's his, he's been yeah. playing. He's been, he's been competing at a high level ever since he got drafted. Well, so let me think- let me let me knock
2: let me knock on the door. You guys hear me knocking? Uh, Acharad, who is, you is are, it? Uh, you, you are my boy. But what the hell is he compromising? I mean, what what? what comprom- oh,
0: see, see, this is why I wanted to have this conversation. Max. Go ahead. Max,
1: you, you've been around Jalen long enough to know that he is a different kind of brother. And I say that in a respectful and respectful manner. Ding. He does not necessarily look at things the way I think a lot of young young folks do. I mean, if you tell some young, somebody who's a really good basketball player, you want to get $304 million for four or five years. Maybe four, maybe five. Maybe, we, we, we don't know that yet. What you going to do? You and me? What do I sign? <laughs> Let me think about this. Let me think right. about how I want this to go. That's just how he is. And, and I respect him for that because he's being authentically who he is. It just ain't me. I mean, no. for me, you, listen, I, I was listening to um, another uh, podcast. Jeff Teague has a podcast. And he the question was raised, which would you want to be? Uh, have a max contract or win a championship? And he kept it 100 max contract that's yeah. that's the kind of player that if you put that kind of money in front of him or he's not reaching for the phone to call his agent to see what we can negotiate he's reaching for the damn pen and he's looking for the damn paper to sign that's kind of that's how most of us are but jalen he thinks about this stuff more than most people do
2: here's the beauty of the nba now gentlemen i know some of our listeners don't know this but essentially right now jalen doesn't even need and an agent. He doesn't need an attorney because what happens is the once the team gives you this contract, the nba looks over the contract to see if you're protected and to see does it follow all the guidelines. So that's why over these years we've seen all these agents who made all this money. No need even having these guys. Now I'm not, you know, not trying to kick at the agents. They do a great job of what they do. But when it comes to negotiating a contract in the NBA now, that's minimal. Just like you, you look at the players when they sign the rookie contracts. Those contracts don't have to be negotiated anymore because they the NBA already yeah. slotted a, a, a position for you. you. If you're the number one pick, you know how much money you're going to make for the next three years. You're number two, you know how much money. And it goes down the line like that. With yep. the Supermax players and all these deals, and this is one thing I think the NBA really got right, was when you looked at players initially when they were coming to the league, and they, um, it was Robinson, big dog Robinson, was coming in the league, and he was making more money than a lot of veteran players. And the veteran players got pissed off. and they know, he was better than them. Yeah, so they said, no, nah, we, we can't have it like this. The NBA got it right in the fact that you come to the league, you make a certain amount of money, and if you play well enough, then we'll get you to the next level. And and I happen to like that the way it's mm-hmm. going. I, I only thing I'm pissed off about, gentlemen, is I was born too damn soon. Way <laughs> and I, I love both of you guys, but I'd be damn if I'd be talking to either one of you guys right now.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that's 100.
0: You keep there, it at 100. actually
1: yeah. an eight-figure baller right now. Yeah, would be like, "Are
2: you? Uh, are we serious? Are we having the conversation?" He'd be like,
0: "I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, fellas. You guys are just way too far from my yeah, tax bracket. I can't, I, mean, I can't be doing this podcast."
1: Listen, <laughs> I, I got the Maybach pulling up in a minute, so y'all, y'all got like ten seconds to yeah, and I'm out.
0: No, I don't believe it, Max. The money wouldn't trade; it wouldn't change you, no. man. Oh, okay, I don't think.
1: So. Okay, okay, bro. Well,
2: yeah, maybe, well, maybe not in that way. I tell you what, we'll we'll never know. How about that? So, that? Oh, we do know though. Then again, though, Acheron, if I if I hit that
1: uh, powerball thing, you guys will find out. You know, if, if I would have hit the last one, I wouldn't be here with talking to y'all. I'm like Swain, This will be the last communication you will get from this number. But well, you know what? You
0: might. You'll find out later, and you'll find You'd out why later. You
2: no, know? you would hear from me, but it would sure be some palm trees and some some, some guys with drinks and, and women with the wind.
0: The wind all into the phone.
2: Yeah, that would be. That would be it. So, dude, let's uh, come on. Let's get to another subject because this one's about to get me pissed
1: off the way you guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, me. there you go. We should rock out see. right now? This Max. is
1: what you see me if I hit that powerball. right there. There you wow. go. <laughs> Wow, that brother got it right. <laughs> Only thing that was wrong with
2: that scene was the fact you didn't have the guys doing like this and bringing me another drink. That was right, a thing right. wrong. That's the had to be, cool. It had to be some women with bikinis running behind me someplace in the in the background. And right, I wouldn't listen. be and I wouldn't be doing like Paul Pierce. Yeah, girl, come on make this money, girl. Come on. <laughs> It's a salute, girl. Come
0: on, Nah, No, nah, I'm good. Monica? <laughs> yeah. <Yo. right>, anyways. <laughs> anyways, look, I just want to – real quick, one last thing, though. I don't think, hypothetically, that he would ask for a trade in two years. But, you know, in, if some at some point in that contract, if they don't win a championship – Sherrod, you, you you hit it. That's exactly what it is. If there's no dynasty here. I mean, I really do see Jalen seeing himself as a number one elsewhere. If things don't go the way they're supposed to the next couple of years, but anyways, so, so these fans are worried about that. But one thing that they're very excited about is this video that just came out this week of Robert Williams working out in the gym. And man, what Max Max he's putting some he's putting some work in that gym. He's got the, did, the moves knew, down. He's putting the ball it's on the right. floor. He's not just catching alley oops, you know. It's,
2: it's, I made a great point of saying, do you see anybody over 6'5 in that gym? You see, I'm <laughs> uh, come now. on! <laughs> no, he, he he's right about that. In the fact that, yeah, but look, I'm
0: just happy to see him in the gym, and it's it's mid July. He's yeah. in the gym. This you isn't a a, a team event.
2: Absolutely, that is a great thing. Now, what I want to see does that go over? to game conditions, right? Because sometimes you revert right back to the norm. Are you going to put in enough work where you play with legitimate NBA players and you have to make that move? Because what we saw was him coming off the picks, you know, very slowly. I I, I still like it, spotting up and knocking down the jump shots. I like that, that was good. But I want to see him in game conditions doing the same thing. Because we've seen a million guys over the over the years, be able to knock down shots in practice and do this and do that, and the big lights come on and you got players playing against you. And all of a sudden, all that stuff that you 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 practice on that that stuff is going out the window. I do appreciate him doing that. That's a a great opportunity. Now make sure that goes into the game because one play I saw in that highlight you showed me with him pick and roll. How many times do we see? him catch the basketball right there at the dotted line. Yeah. Instead of going in and shooting a little shot, we saw him kick the ball out to the corner. To the, the corner, three-point. yeah. Him and Al, that like you said, drive me completely crazy. So, if he's right. working on that and he's able to utilize that in a game, that's going to be a real good thing for the Celtics.
1: Yeah, but again, There was nobody in that damn gym other than Rob taller than me, and I'm six. I'm a little little on the north side of six feet. I mean, he looked like 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 a giant in in the land of not. I'm not not so big people. uh, Put it that way. But to Max's point, though, I mean, I need. I wish I saw this two years ago, though. To be honest with you, because if I saw this two years ago, I'd be thinking like, damn. Just imagine how good he'd be in two years if he started putting this work now. At this right. point in his career, it's like, shouldn't you have been already doing this by now? And that's kind of no. how I feel about Rob. I want to see, are you going to be able to do this when you match up with Bam out of bio? And Al says that screen for you. Are you going to raise up when you get switched out on, on, you know, if you've got like Tyler Hero guarding you, are you going right. to raise up on him? Or, or, or will you bully ball him like you should when you get a matchup like that? How are you going to take advantage of the things that you are talented and gifted to do? That's the thing that bothers me more than anything yeah. else about Rob. There's so many things that he is physically gifted, capable of doing, and has opportunities to do them. But rather than do that, he kicks it into the corner of the Grant Williams, or he swing right. it back over to Jason Tatum, or he just, you know, he does anything and everything but do what all of us know that he can do, which is play bully ball. You six nine, and you got some meat on your bones now. If you get you a little six one, six two guard, bully his, put his ass under the rim. Right, you right. put his ass under the rim.
0: Yeah, I feel like the year that they went to the finals, the the EMA season, if you will, I feel like it went from okay, we're developing Rob to okay, he's healthy, he's out there, he's getting a bunch of blocks, he's catching alley oops, he's a finished product, and and I don't understand why that was always the case. I mean, yeah, I get it, the the injury is always a concern, you always want him to be healthy, but. I think the, the development was kind of stopped last season. You know, it was sort of like he's a finished product. I'm like, well, wait a minute. This guy is still young. He's obviously still got a, a ceiling above him. And the southern sort of just were just happy with the fact that he was healthy last year.
1: They put everybody <laughs> in that low management program. I mean, damn, damn, they have I'm yeah. more Al, Rob, uh, Brogdon. I'm, yeah. Damn.
0: it stunted his growth. I mean, obviously, yeah. he's, 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 still, he's still on the younger side, for sure.
2: You guys are so right when it comes to that because – it, it There's a point I, I did understand and it, it didn't work for the Celtics that they got as far as they did by managing by managing certain guys. But when you have younger players, as, as you're around for a while, you saw this in, in most cities, young players want to play. They want to be on the floor. They don't want to have their minutes limited. They want to be every minute that can be. When you saw Chauncey early on, when you saw Rip early on, when you saw Paul Pierce early on, those guys were logging huge minutes. And it helped their development down the line. Now you're gonna have to what 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 are you talking about? Because that's your guy, Josue Draymond. Tell, tell me what the hell is going on. Oh, down
0: man. Down yeah. You
2: know, I've been I've been hearing this thing about Chris Paul. And him
0: and Chris Paul going back and forth, but I'm well. Not I was saving the up. yeah. So okay, well, yeah. I want to save the best for Live. We'll get Sherrod back on here to, to, to weigh in because he, he knows about it too. But pretty much what happened is, uh he went on a podcast and just opened all. A, 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 Open a brand new can of worms, if you will, right? He went out and talked about the Jordan Poole incident, and he's pretty much trying to justify it and saying that, look, I don't just hit people in the moment like that. Like, this thing was built up to that, to that moment. And he said, um, and I quote, I don't just hit people. Dialogue happens over the course of time, end quote. And then Jordan Poole's father responded to that quote on Twitter saying, look, you pretty much try to avoid us. You know, in the family room, you didn't even apologize to my wife and I for what you did, yada, yada, yada. He responds to that with saying pretty much that he had been spending time in the family room and that, like, you know, if you want to if you want to meet me, we can meet up anywhere. Oh, excuse me. That's what the father said. So a lot of people are wait, wait, saying, wait, wait, wait. wait, What's wait the look, dream wait. on right now?
2: The, the father was looking for a response.
0: The An father- apology. An apology, no, I guess, no, for hitting no, his, not, hitting his son.
2: I'm not, a, I'm not apologizing to the damn father because I hit his son. Now, This time I'm with Draymond. Was okay. he, he, he part of nothing that I know about? I gotta walk up to said, "Excuse me, uh, Mr. Poole, but I'm sorry for punching your son." What the hell? He's a grown man. That's a grown ass man. He played basketball. I mean, ain't like he was a kid or something. It happened, but you think. I'm not apologizing. I'm not going out of my way going, yo, I, I think I need to apologize. Next, what's apology to his wife, to his girlfriend? I mean, who, who else are you apologizing yeah, to?
0: Where does it stop, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, well-
2: he, he, he apologized. He apologized to his teammates. He apologized to Jordan Poole. He, he apologized for his whatever he did. But that, I, you know what? So far as the family's concerned, nah, I can't get with that one. Uh, I'm
0: good. Yeah. That was surprised by that, too. So as for for the Steph Curry, I mean, excuse me, as for the um, Chris Paul thing, he's pretty much saying, look, I've said in the past that I would never I I would I don't like this guy. You know, I have a problem with him just because he's on this team doesn't mean that all of a sudden I'm going to like him. We had we're going to have a conversation. And and I know that he's a grown man and pretty much saying that he's 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 looking forward to that conversation. He's sure it's going to go well. The grown man comment people are taking in the sense of, oh, so he's more grown than Poole. You know, he's more mature than Poole because Clearly, these two haven't mended fences, even though after an entire season last year, where it, it fractured their relationship to a point of no repair. And people say, well, here, here comes Draymond again, trying to cause trouble, trying to start trouble, and the season hasn't even started yet.
2: No, I don't say that. I think that he's right. Chris Paul is a is a different animal. Chris Paul's been in the league. I think that's how what he long, meant by that. He's, yeah. been in, he's been in the league how long? Now? Jordan Poole's a young player. Trying to trying to get his bag. He ended up getting his bag. Then you move on from there. Chris Paul's already has his bag. Um, he is a player, um, what president of player association. He's been around for that. He's been to multiple teams. The only thing that that dude hasn't done is he has not won a championship. And I think that's the thing that really probably haunts him more than anything else. That he hasn't yeah. won. Are and you
1: surprised so- by this?
0: Were you surprised that he's going to Golden State and that he's embracing this opportunity?
2: Um, no, because I think I looked at a lot of players in, in late in their careers and they wanted to win championships. Give you an example. Pete Maravich, who had been in the league a long time, came to the Boston Celtics trying to win the championship. They being uh, my first year, they being great Hall of Famer. Uh, Mr. Detroit played with the Pistons forever, came out of retirement, trying to win the championship. You hey, up, Charles, look at Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley another
0: Houston. Houston,
2: trying to win the championship the resume that you have is always going to be did you win a chip how many times the one thing charles barkley can never avoid from from shaquille o'neal is what
0: and Kenny, me and Kenny, me and Kenny, <laughs> me and
2: Kenny yeah. we won, we won rings. We we got rings, man. You know, nah, nah, that's about you my, my favorite. About,
0: my favorite exchange. My favorite exchange is when when Shaq got into his feelings, when Charles was just like, "Yeah, I would have won rings too if I played with Kobe Bryant." And this is before you know Kobe passed. Uh, he man, that got him going. That got him so mad, and I, I think that was the that's the nerve that he knows. Look, I can always go there if you want me to. So knock it off, you know, <laughs> like
2: that type of thing, that type of approach. But Sherrod, um, I'm I'm you before you get before you get to Sherrod, the other thing you look at too. Did Shaq chase the Shaq chase rings at the end? Wasn't Shaq chasing rings? Didn't he want to get why did he, 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 he come to the Boston? why did he go? why did he go to Miami yeah. to play? Why did he go to Cleveland yeah. to play?
0: And and when Kobe when Kobe <laughs> won his fifth. When Kobe won his fifth, Shaq said he lost it. He pretty much, like, threw stuff. He threw a temper tantrum. He was so upset that, that he got that fifth one because he was he was trying to compete. He was trying to catch up. He was trying to stay on top, and, and, and Kobe went ahead and got the fifth one. But, Sharron, we're talking about the uh, the situation with the Warriors and Draymond and all that, you know, drama that hasn't ended between him and Poole and the family getting involved. What, what's your take on this? I mean, Max hates the fact that his father stepped in there and said what he said on Twitter. And that he's he's upset with Draymond that he, he he never issued an apology for what he did to his son.
1: Listen, when it get, when you start getting moms and dads into the conversation, it's it, nothing good that's ever going to come about. With that. Um, nothing ever is going to come good with that. And to to me, the whole situation is effed up. I mean, yeah. when you, when, and, and, and Max, I mean, you came from a generation where it wasn't that unusual for players to, to get into it in the locker room or anything like that. But what happened to Jordan Poole was a cheap shot in every sense of the word. I don't care how much you want to break that down. What he did to Jordan Poole was a cheap shot because Jordan, you typically know when you got to scrap up, uh, when some and Draymond. Square up. He he wasn't even close to being square. And you saw how quickly he dropped like a sack of potatoes after he got Mm. cracked. There is no way, and Max, you know, I'm going with this. That would have been the end of it. At some point we would have, we would have scrapped. We would have absolutely fought. Soon as I came to my feet, soon as the smell of salt kicked in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah."
1: (laughs) Even if he even if he whips my ass, you are not going to make me feel punked because you yeah. cheap shot me. Guess what? I'm going to cheap-shot you at some point. You're going right. to walk out of the shower and your towel. <laughs> hey, Draymond, hey, what's up? <laughs> now we even. Now we even. We are – we squashed it. And, and you know what? That would have made them so much closer, in my opinion, if Jordan would have had a chance yeah, to cheap-shot yeah. him. Because it yeah. it's just like, Draymond would know how Jordan felt. Right. Jordan didn't see that coming. And if Draymond yeah. if was coming out the shower and Jordan popped him in the jaw, he wouldn't see that coming. We're good. We're And we Everybody, wouldn't see it either.
2: You wouldn't see that video. the video. But we're into to look at this gentleman. This just didn't happen because this wasn't a one off. Right. This is something that had been building. Yeah. Jordan That's Poole, what Draymond was saying. Yeah. You look at Jordan Poole and his body language sometimes, the way he gets cocky and arrogant out there on the floor. And I'm sure that that happened in practice. You know, I'm going to make this money. You ain't going to make this money, that, mm. that, that. And then all of a sudden it was like, well, young boy, I'm going to give you a lesson in life right now about who to talk to and who not mm. to talk to. So I, I don't see that as a, a one-off. And so far as apologizing to the family, but, you know, families always get involved. Uh, you know, when you think about that, Anna Hartford.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, all right, about, all
2: right. things, about things that happen, and you look at it, <laughs> people going, how did what what did such and such say, or what uh, that that happens? <laughs> it ha- happens in the game, and we've seen it more times than not. But I agree with Aishwarya in the fact that as a player, those things happen, but you did want to get an opportunity to get back and he never did. And now he's with another team and, and people still, you know, he got his bag, but I'm sure that that, that will always follow him in the NBA about watch out, watch out for Draymond, watch out for Draymond. So that will follow him.
0: You know, Draymond must have really had time this specific day because <clears throat> not only did he get on Twitter about that, but he quote tweeted a, a fake quote from Paul – I mean, Paul Pierce, from Kevin Garnett. And in the quote, it said that uh, – it pretty much said a joke about how uh, <clears throat> the way he punched Poole would be like a senior, you know, strutting about knocking out a freshman who's half his size. So Draymond responded to the fake quote from KG saying, man, when I was a rookie and you were still in the league – you know, you used to do whatever this, that, and, and I, was, I wasn't afraid to stand up to you. You know, I, I, would, I would have been ready to knock you out. So what, what would that have been like if that happened? KG responds hours later saying, man, this is why Elon got Twitter all effed up. <laughs> 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 because players don't know what's real anymore. They don't know what's, what's a, a legitimate news outlet and what someone just, you know, putting out fake quotes and pretending to be a, 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 a blue check mark on Twitter.
1: Yeah. Man, KG, and, just, kg just trying to live his best life man and, and, and you, like you're trying to bring I mean. him into this nonsense kg ain't that dude uh kg had had a career that again is clear there's just certain dudes you just let them just let them be i mean max that old saying let 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 big dogs just lie because yeah. sometimes i think people forget that when you're an old dog they forget that old dogs bite too and old dogs bite harder, they bite longer, and they are way more savvy about the, about that than you are. Like, you just think it's a simple bite. Nah. Right. Oh, geez, no, OGs, nah, it's, no, it's a different game. We, we play a different game.
2: Well, I think that in Draymond's case, Draymond has, uh, he's, he's he's living his best life. And then when I got into the argument with me, or he got into the—that's
1: right, John that's something. That's right. That
2: was like I, I'm, and and your guy Joe Sway was had camera in hand, dog
0: reporting, Dick. reporting, doing I, his
2: reporting job. I, I'm standing there talking to <laughs> Gary Payton, got the scoop. and Draymond, Rod
0: E40 pulled up. It was it was it was wild.
2: Draymond just comes and gets in the middle of our conversation, and which t- is rude. It Might get and, your and, head knocked off, but that's he, another story. And he tells he tells <laughs> he tells Gary Payton, what you doing talking to him, man. You only be talking to him, man. He be talking about me. So that I said, Dream, you got something to say to me? He said, I ain't got nothing to say. To I said, that's when I turned away and I said, you know what? It's time for me to get the hell out. And then as soon as I left, he leaves right behind me, coming behind me. And then we he and I talked in the hallway, and I said, Dude, he said. He asked me. He said, "So you said that somebody would? How do say they? Say you said that somebody would knock me would, would knock me out. That ain't what I said." And he said, "Well, you gotta be a man about what you said. That ain't what I said. I said somebody would have fucked you up. That's what my mind. I, was. I said, you know, <laughs> I'm right. not gonna go any further." And he and I shook hands. We moved on. One day, I hope to sit down and talk to Draymond because he happens to be the kind of player that I love when he's yeah. on your team, because I love the bully in him. The reason the Celtics did not win that championship, when they mm. played Golden State, was game three. It was game three or game four. game four. Game four. The Celtics had the lead, and Draymond went into his his theatrics against Jalen Brown, and Jalen Brown was never the same again. And he yeah. said that later on. He said, I knew I had Draymond. When, I knew I had him when he said, hey, he's trying to pull my pants down. And he did. He he did. So he's he psychologically. I love when you have guys like that who play. And so I'm not a hater. The people I want to make sure people understand that I'm not a hater on that dude. in fact, like, I appreciate where he went. I just hate the fact that the team that I'm covering, and the, the the and the time that I played in the league, what would happen to you if you did some shit like that? That's all oh, I'm right. saying.
0: Right. And that's what that was a conversation between you and Gary Payne. Obviously, two guys that played in different era, you know. So I, I just thought it was, yeah, it was. Uh, well, good thing I was there, you know. Good thing I was there on on top of everything, you know. Got the scoop. Come on, Sherrod. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, when 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 stuff pops off, you got to be ready to ask the right questions. Man, and, listen, you know. you, that,
1: that's 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 what you tell yourself. Don't swear. You're just being nosy, man. That's all that was. <laughs> that's all that was. Come on, come on, Just, it, come just, on, Sherrod. On. just, swear, just being nosy. This is a hey, Max real talk. He wanted to make sure that if something popped off, he was gonna have that. He video, did ready to roll because he's he, just thinking like somebody he, swing, hey. somebody swing. Because I'm ready. See, see he, unless he,
0: media had the exclusive, he All had
2: right. it, he had it, and he got it done the right and and. And, and but wait,
0: but hold on, hold on a second, Rod. Oh,
2: wait a minute, and I'm gonna tell you this
0: part. Don't make it he, sound like I'm sitting there like you're. You gonna take that? You heard what he said, Draymond? I didn't. No. It was nothing like
2: that. <laughs> he was thinking it though. <laughs> even to the point where he was sitting there, and I'm talking to a guy I don't even know, a rapper, E40. I'm like, e- who the who the hell is E40? I, 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 is his name E40? When
0: you called him, when you called them, them EB Forty, I lost it, man. I like, didn't oh, know who that.
2: Joe Swae standing right there with me. Hey, Sherrod, I've never heard a black man go to another black man, and and I was introduced to him. I said, "Nice meeting you," and the dude looked at me and he said, "Ping pong." Like, what? <laughs> 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 what? I know I'm older, but I've never heard anybody. Say that to
0: another That's got to be some some bay thing, man. Something out, out, out in the bay, man. They're, they're a little different out there. <laughs> Their slang is different. <laughs>
2: ping pong. So now I'm, I'm, I'm on that. If I meet somebody new now, that's why I say to them, yo, man, how you doing, know, man? Ping pong, nigga. Ping
0: pong. Ping pong. That's what I'm going. <laughs> oh, man. OK. Listen, one last thing. Gabe Vincent. I know last. This is kind of like last week's news, but I forgot to bring this up. And I want I want to hear what you think about this, Sharad too. Gabe Gabe Vincent went on a podcast, uh, JJ Reddick's podcast, and he says that he sensed that there was some sort of turmoil in Game Seven. The Southers weren't themselves in Game Seven, and the and the Miami he were able to capitalize on that. You know uh, why Sherrod, they what, they
1: weren't themselves? what's your take? Because Jason Tatum twisted ankle.
0: Thank you, thank and you. Any conversation. Him. We're they done.
1: You. I tell you what. Let Jimmy Butler twist his ankle. Battle. Right. And, and, what, <laughs> then what? is gonna be. You know what? The Heat were different. They they just weren't themselves in that Game Seven. I don't know what it was. But... Listen, Gabe Vincent. I'm I'm glad that Gabe Vincent got his bag.
0: Yeah, shot to, to Gabe Vincent. He Gabe it, Vincent for real. getting
1: his bag. Yeah. But that's that's just nonsense. You know why that Game Seven was different? Because the best game player on the team hurt his ankle
0: <laughs> in the first minute.
1: First, the first minute. minute of
0: the damn game. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: And it was so sad because I walked in after the game. I walked in south of the locker room, and I guess all the press had kind of left. And Jason Tatum was sitting there with his ankle, you know, buried into a you know a bucket of ice. And I, I just walked it. in. I'm so sorry to see what happened, man. Because it, it it that was a that was a dream scenario for the NBA, and the fact that it was the first team that was ever going to come back, I think, and win. You know, being down three one and come back and win in that situation.
0: real yeah.
2: And and the thing that makes me and, and Israel, we haven't had you. We, I gotta ask you before we get out of here about the whole Marcus Smart thing because you know Marcus Smart was your guy and he he gave the he gave the uh, one finger salute to you on air one time, which was, <laughs> which him and I we talked about it that night, which <laughs> had me which had me laugh like hell, but it was. On him, but to see Marcus leave, and it's really—I mean—I've heard different people tell me this that he was even he was at—I think over in uh, Roxbury, uh, where where did they play ball. Oh no, he
0: was—it was uh well initially it should have been around that in that area, but um, it was in uh Stowin, It was the Dana Barrows there, Dana Barrows Center of um, uh, the 14 League uh, young game saw, changer. Saw
2: somebody told me they saw him over in in, in the Barry. He was over in the Barry and yeah. Where, where did they play at? You know, it was uh, Melina Cass or what were one of the places they played at. But they said Marcus was there. They said um, um, uh, Brown, the kid that, that that was from Boston. He was there. And yeah, Bruce Brown.
0: Oh, Bruce Brown. Bruce, oh, Bruce Bruce OK. Brown. You're talking about something else then. I thought you are talking yeah. about when he, when he spoke yeah. about the trade. No, oh. they
2: they were. Marcus was there. He, had, he was there. And he said he had on a a grizzly uh, uniform while he was there. Now, his hair was still still green. But I just really feel that this is the one guy, I think, and when I think about trades, that was probably so hurt to to leave Boston, man. It it almost breaks my heart. And I know it's a business. I've been around long enough to understand the business of it. But, man, if there was a guy who bled green, who wanted to be with your team, it was Marcus smart. And, and I want to get your feel for what you think about that.
1: This was, this was hard one for me. Cause like we, I think we did a show like the next day and I, I, I didn't go on. Um, Cause I, I was still just trying to process what the hell happened. Uh, and to me, there's a lot of things I, I, first and foremost, I understand the business side of it. And I would be lying if I said I would have done things differently. Cause from a business standpoint, it made sense. It made sense. You have guys in that perimeter wing dynamic uh, section of your roster and you needed another stretch big because Al is not getting any younger Rob is not getting any better from perimeter shooting and you get basically a guy like Porzingis and you got some other assets uh by moving Marcus so I get that but at the same time there's intangibles that he brought to your roster that you're not going to be able to replace uh and yeah. the thing that Max and Max we have seen enough NBA basketball to know that you ain't winning a championship if you ain't got some dogs. And I'm talking plural, not singular. You just had yeah. you just traded nah, away your league. that, that
2: is that's you, so true. Uh, and you got to no, so swear, did, I think your, your, he's just froze up, but yeah, you gotta have yeah. dogs.
1: Yeah. You gotta have dogs. And you don't yeah. have the next dog in training with Brett Williams. He's gone. So, so swear, now, I think
2: he's freezing up on us now. No, I squad, got you. You're freezing up on us. So, I got him. I think it's what we don't do
1: here, Jussie. I'm still good. Oh, am I yeah, the I got right? him.
0: Yeah, you're freezing yeah. up, man. A little no, bit. Now you're you back. Now you're back. you, Ice
1: Man. <laughs> <laughs> now something.
0: you're back just no, <laughs> it over
1: cool. here that was you freezing up ice man okay I'm
0: sorry. I was like yo I was like raw spin right now what you mean
2: keep going nah, <laughs> he's, you know, he's cooking speaking, speaking of iceman have you seen George Gorbin not recently no Ooh. no no longer ice man
1: iceberg <laughs> oh man George Georger is Damn. Is over three hundred pounds. So he he went from being George Gervin to like Mel Turpin. Is that what you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Bell, I, and, and,
1: and he's my man. I'm like, I was just shocked, but Good yeah, so I was. So Max, so instead of finger rolls, we got cinnamon rolls. Is that what we say? <laughs> oh man, I,
2: I I did happen to talk to I was I talked to John Elliott about that. And, Sean Elliott was cracking up, you know, because you know, Iceman was an all-time spur, but yes. I, I was just trying to get that last portion. I didn't get the chance to hear that last portion, what you were saying about uh, Marcus. I really want to hear that, though. No, the, the, the
1: thing yeah, the thing about Marcus is um, you got to have – just traded away your lead dog in a league where you can't win a championship if you don't got multiple dogs. And your, your dogs don't have to be your best players. In fact, more times than not, They're not your best player. Jokic was the best player in that Denver squad. Bruce Brown, dog. Um, You know, Aaron Gordon played like a dog. Yeah, you got you got to have guys in that mold who understand their roles and have a feistiness about it. You know, people. You know, Gary Washburn, who one of my co-hosts on A List Podcast, he always gets to me because of my Detroit Pistons connections. And I said, you know, why that team was so special to me? Because I've never been around a team that had as many dogs as they did. You had Lindsey Hunter, you had Mike James, you had Cha- Chauncey Billups, you had Ben Wallace, you had Rasheed Wallace, you had Corliss Williamson. I just gave you six without even – and I ain't even talking about Darvin Hale. So, 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 le- so let me ask
2: you this then. So give me a dog list with the Celtics right now.
1: Ooh. I can't. <laughs> I'm not do even going to try to. Give me, I, give, me a give, me, give me a poodle. Give me a poodle. Give, give me some. <laughs> I, give, I give you J- Jalen Brown. Jalen. I think Jalen oh, can develop into a dog. I think Jalen will be more of a dog now that Marcus is gone. I think he could be that guy. Especially he with has to be. Yeah. And, but Tatum is just going to be Tatum. Tatum is a phenomenal player. He's more finesse than force. He's always going to be yeah. that way. And that's okay. Yeah. That's that's okay because your, your best player can be that way. But your best player better have some dogs around him. Because Jokic yeah. is not – I don't think Jokic is a dog per se. He's got a lot of dog in whoa, him. Whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute.
2: Jokic can be a dog. You do he you remember what he wants to be? Remember when you remember him on a bad day one of the twins? He, and, and he came and just shoved him with a ball. Oh, yeah, so yeah. That was, that's what I'm talking about. It's just like Jalen – it was one of the games. It was it Miami? Who was it when Jalen got somebody on the bench grabbed his leg? Yeah, oh, yeah, Miami.
1: Philadelphia. Um,
2: George Nyan. George
1: yeah. Turned around and he went
2: back at the bench. I want to see more of that. I want to see more of that from him. If he gives me that and I can add a a piece, just you know, give me somebody who's a little bit meaner, but I can't think of anybody who's mean on that roster. That's the only
1: thing that bothers me. You gotta figure that out. I, don't, I, I just don't know if you can win a championship if you don't got legitimate, bona fide, five-star grade-A dogs on your mm-hmm. team. And I think you got yeah, to have this, more
2: than one. You know what? Because you can look at the – let's go back and look at the NBA in the last three or four years and think about the teams who have won. And they've always had Draymond Green. They, they've had, as you just said, you talked Bruce about – Bruce Brown. PJ Tucker in Milwaukee. Tucker,
0: yeah. look at those, you look he at just,
2: those, those pieces that are there. You no, know, you look at the I,
1: Celtics championship, and I wish you had Posey. Oh, yeah. you, you Posey. You had Posey. Posey, Perk. Yeah.
0: Perk. You had Perk. You could go down the line.
2: Paul yeah. Pierce at times was a dog himself. So I, I don't think you look. So I'm just thinking this is going to be, and I know it's a new era, but that is going to have to happen. We're going to have to see one time, and I, I, godless, I, I love him to death. He's one of my favorite players when I think about Jason Taylor. But he's going to have to turn around one day and defend himself against somebody. And, and you watch what the troops do. Everybody's going to come in, and they're, they're going to pile on, and they're going to be right behind them. But he's going to have to do that because, you know, he gets a lot of cheap shots. Things happen to him. He complains to the referees. Instead of complaining to the referee, sometimes you go to that next man who just hit you. Him in his that. face. Yeah, you in do, his you, face. nobody's gonna let you swing on him. You do that right. he, he knows he's gonna swing in the sleeve, but wow. but what it's gonna show, it's gonna show your teammates that yo, uh oh, uh oh, the big dog then got he the big dog then got pissed off and he's
0: mad. Right. Yeah.
2: so yeah, yeah. man. I, Definitely. I, I really, I really, really hope that somehow that they find the guy who can have that temperament because we saw we saw a little bit of it from Al I love that when he got elbowed Giannis in the mouth and it was supposed to be by accident but that was because of a play Giannis had done before yeah, yeah.
0: when he dunked on him and gave him one so of these
2: we don't we don't see that we don't see yeah. it. we see a little you know what I think you see a little bit more of that from Al than anybody else on that front you're line, right. where he'll point in somebody's face and said, "You know, don't do that shit again,"
1: or you know, that, that, Al's that's their That was a big dog. He's their yeah. biggest yeah. dog right now. Yeah. 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 But
0: yeah, your he old, he he was, he'll, should not he, be your biggest dog. He almost yeah. got into he almost got into uh, uh, Castiglione's face when he when he when he laughed about him being the least shooter. Remember that? So he's got yeah. some dog in him. You you come at him sideways, or he, he even thinks you're coming at him sideways, he'll 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 say something. He'll bark. He'll bark for sure. That's out. Yeah. That's out. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Cedric Maxwell podcast, powered by our good friends over at FanDuel. Bet just $20, and you'll land $200 in bonus bets when you head to FanDuel.com slash Boston. That's FanDuel.com slash Boston. He is Aisha Rob Blakely. Uh, Bleacher Report, check out his stuff. Podcasts under the CLNS media umbrella, of course. Uh, one-third of the A-list podcast, man. Great podcast if you guys haven't checked that one out with Gary Washburn and Quanee Lunas. Appreciate you, Sherrod. Always, man. This was fun, man. I'm, I'm, I've been laughing this whole episode.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> miss Mr. Mr. Got the camera taken, trying to get Cedric. In, in, in no, see, see, see Max.
0: See what you did. See what you did. All right.
1: No, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it
2: like Marcus gave it to him. And, uh, hey, Sherrod, I want him to just shut the fuck up,
0: okay? No, but that's love right there. (laughs) You know know that's
1: my dude, too. You know that's my dude. You said the whole
0: God God. report, and I was like, yo, he's talking about me. That's what sucked. I love that.
1: I love it. I love it. All right. That's my guy. I'm going to miss my guy. I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss the hell out of Marcus. No doubt. No doubt.
0: Appreciate you keeping it 100, Sherrod. That's what we do here on the Cedric Maxwell podcast, man. We'll see you guys next week.